and welcome to episode 15 of the Retreadcast, our regular video podcast series for the tyre retreading industry. As usual, I'm joined by my father, David Wilson, who is the publisher of Retreading Business. Hello, David. What have we got on the schedule for today's podcast? Thank you, Richard. Well, today for our main interview, we'll be going over to Malaysia to talk to Asar Wazir, who is the president of the Malaysian Tyre Retreaders Association. Uh, and in the light of continued uncertainty regarding travel as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, we'll also be providing an update on where we currently stand with regards to the status of the various tyre industry exhibitions around the world, even looking forward as far forward as to the middle of next year. Yes, um, I know a few episodes ago we provided an update on the tyre industry exhibitions around the world, but... Um, a lot has changed since since then, and it's quite a moving topic at the moment. So I think it's important that we give an update on that for people in the retreading sector. People in the retreading sector. Um, but with that and the and the interview we have planned, it sounds like a very interesting and varied program. So let's get straight on with it with our main interview with Azar Wazir, the president of the Malaysian Tire Retreaders Association. Today on the Retread Cast, we're going over to Malaysia to talk about the latest trends in the retreading market in that part of the world. And we're very pleased to be able to welcome uh, Azar Wazir, the president yeah. of Shaman, the uh, Malaysian Tire Retreaders Association, who is also general manager of Kitlong Tire Management. Right. Good morning, Azar, and welcome to the Retread Cast. Yeah, good morning over you, and evening in Malaysia now, actually. <laughs> Well, let's begin by uh, talking uh, firstly about the question that everyone is talking about at the moment, mm. and that is, uh, how has the COVID pandemic affected the retrading sector in Malaysia, and what's the current situation? Okay, basically, it's already over a year. So basically, when we initially, uh, during the pandemic, actually, all retrader can't operate, actually, for the first three months because of uh, unclear by the government side. So there's, uh, this are the third, actually currently is a third MCO, uh, Malaysian Control Movement uh, uh, <coughs> order uh, been uh, implemented in Malaysia. So initially it was very bad, actually. Uh, we can't operate, so a lot of company is facing a lot of issues, uh, cash flow, depleting and kind of thing. And then uh, after the MCO2, uh, uh, all companies start to uh, recover and then there's a lot of backlog actually. So during MC2, the production was quite high, even though it affects the productivity because of restriction of uh, people and then uh, we have to adhere a lot of SOPs. Uh, but uh, during the, that recovery, I think uh, now actually when it comes to MCO3, there's, there's other issue actually. Material has gone up, the uh, casing is uh, very difficult also, cost, the uh, cost of casing is increasing. So, and uh, furthermore, because this MCO, the, the slow of movement in the transportation, and so it affects the sales also. And then the challenging now actually is sales going slightly going down, and then the cost is going up. So there's a challenging is facing by all the retrader in Malaysia at the moment. So, so is uh, and we do not know when this will over because currently the uh, numbers of uh, COVID is getting higher and higher. And then the, uh, because government tried to speed up the uh, vaccination program, 
so they try to balance, but uh, still in, in the first week of an MCO. So we couldn't see actually, we still uh, looking at the numbers every day is a new record in the recorded in terms of number of uh, cases and also death. So we hope uh, this thing curb down, but uh, the government has taken seriously now going to do a lot of uh, implementation because they can't afford to uh, total food down, total uh, lockdown at the moment because of uh, a lot of uh, people still depending on daily income. So, but uh, now the enforcement team is, is going, actually going to the uh, mall because there's the area that concentration of people a lot there. So we hope to see uh, numbers going down. But now the vaccination program is speeding up at the moment. They're the, ramping up the, uh, the numbers of vaccination daily. So we hope uh, over the time it will go down. Lah. That's, that's what we really hope. But if not, everybody not only retrading the business, all business actually is fighting seriously now in Malaysia. Actually. That's all. Well, let's hope it uh, evens itself out uh, soon. Well, tell, tell me a little bit about uh, the current trends in uh, the retrade market in Malaysia. How, how have the sales uh, been going over the course of the last uh, year or so? Currently, the trend of uh, initially the trend, uh, uh, I would say there's a mix because uh, there's opportunity and also because there's a lot of Chinese new tires coming in. So that's another factor whereby there's a competition there. So, but uh, there's opportunity because of the the importation of tires also is very expensive now because of the shipment cost is increasing. So, and also uh, the conscious level of transporters, so now they try to reduce their cost. So they are looking, uh, some, some companies start uh, optimizing their retrading, uh, retract tire, and some start using uh, retract, retrading. So it depends on company strategy to, to take this opportunity. To, so, but overall trend actually is, is actually it's a mix now because of the uh, in, 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 in what I call insecure of uh, current environment actually. Okay, so you've talked a little bit about the opportunities uh, in, in the market. Are, are there any other opportunities for uh, for retailers in Malaysia coming, going forward that might help uh, the market uh, recover and improve? There's opportunity actually because uh, depend on the company, but certain company, I, I would say these are the time uh, we spend a lot of time with the uh, transporter. We send our technical people, some send technical people to sit down with them, how to reduce their tire cost because tire is one of the uh, main cost driver. I think about third highest cost driver in fleet maintenance. So by doing that, actually, uh, certain company managed to get new customer, managed to increase, and one or two company actually during the uh, times uh, last year actually they hit better performance, some, eh? not many, but others, uh, some, uh, because now the uh, trans transporter company is very choosy now because they, they, they have time to test the uh, retract tyres, so they are very selective now. So because they have time to check the performance of a new tyre and also retract tyre, and uh, these are the things that what happening now. So there's opportunity. So overall, on top of that, uh, the Chinese tire also uh, actually increase price also increase I think almost every month uh, due to the uh, material and also the uh, shipment price still at the moment still a problem importing of uh, Chinese tire for to to Malaysia. So uh, 
there is the uh, opportunities uh, whereby uh, is affecting uh, currently whereby we some company we, we need to take the opportunity in this scenario actually uh, yeah uh, okay I, I mean uh, uh, the other question I, I had is that you know where there are opportunities there are also challenges of course so uh, yeah uh, is there anything else that you like to add in, in terms of the uh, uh, challenges actually there is because the currently the policy of uh, malaysia now uh, by mostly most of the company actually is hired foreign worker basically basically but due to this i think the malaysian has stopped uh, has uh, instructed not to recruit so whenever expired uh, the uh, foreign worker uh, their their permit so they have to go back and then we cannot replace so but at the moment, our challenges is to to try to promote uh, this idea to get these uh, Malaysian people, the local people, to work. Uh, <coughs> whereby the worker, the local people actually uh, uh, prefer more to uh, service industries, okay, rather than uh, manufacturing uh, like uh, can, uh, retract because it's it's a hot environment. Uh, what I call this uh, 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 <coughs> heavy duty. So these are the things that, uh, but anyway, we got no choice. Okay, government gives some incentive on that. Uh, but we got no op option, but we have to find uh, local people to replace uh, the uh, foreign worker. So now the most of the retrader now, once they uh, the permits uh, expired, so they got no choice. And then some company go for automation, a uh, bigger company, but, but because of the uh, the what I call economy not not that good actually we got no choice I think most of the companies still have to get the worker uh, from uh, from local there's no option uh, so they have to they have to offer better salary that kind of thing but uh, that got the um, the number of actually the number of worker unemployed is a lot but sometimes they are very juicy but some uh, we need to aggressively to find some people that sometimes they do not know uh, there's a so we need to promote through media, to social media, to 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 recruit uh, these local people actually to join the retrading company. Uh, so that is the main challenge actually. Uh, the uh, on top of cost increase, so the labor also affecting uh, labor also affecting all the retraders basically at the moment. So let's talk a, a little bit about uh, the uh, issues caused by. Chinese truck tires uh, around the world. Of course, mm. this issue uh, has, has affected very uh, many different markets. Uh, the variations in tariffs, for example, has caused problems in different markets. Mm. What, what's the current trend in Malaysia with regards to the impact of cheap Chinese tires? Okay, the uh, Chinese tire has been deliberately discussed at the uh, government level. In fact, our I was the uh, committee, technical committee of the uh, tire rim and far uh, for. Uh, Malaysian standard. So we have been discussing because uh, normally all cheap uh, substandard Chinese tire they come with uh, DOT uh, standard only. They don't have. They don't come out. They come. They don't. Uh, a good company, a reputable company Chinese tire they will come with DOT as well as EMAC. Huh? EMAC, huh? whereby the one is whether they export to Europe. So basically, Malaysia. Uh, Try initially try to not to accept the OT, but I think the uh, our uh, international uh, ministry uh, wouldn't dare to do that. I think uh, we don't want they don't want to have any uh, what I call uh, problem later on with the uh, US or the Chinese. 
so they just they're still accepting uh, but in discussion we have proposed uh, in future uh, to be something like Indonesia they only accept SNI as, as whatever tire to come in so Malaysia we have the uh, MS1394 so by doing that uh, in fact few Chinese tire already uh, already uh, with MS1394 uh, actually they already have EMA they already have DOT but by having this only we uh, uh, but I'm still under under what I call under review by the uh, uh, ministry so uh, but definitely because of this uh, what happened to Malaysia we are lacking we are we we, we are shortage of good casing actually uh, because of this so that's why because of shortage of this and then we need to import the casing from elsewhere such as Japan Australia Taiwan but now the challenges actually in Taiwan uh, in fact tariff for importing for Malaysia is 30 percent for used tire uh, casing and uh, this Chinese tire new tire has been, the tariff has been reduced from 20 percent to 5 percent for new tire so uh, benefit to the uh, cheap Chinese tire because they have the, the tariff has been reduced so this create more competition within the retailer and then uh, we have to pay the 30 percent duty import uh, duty, uh, import duty for used tire and now uh, more problem because of the uh, casing also is getting uh, expensive because Japan they are prefer uh, they are selling to another new market of South Africa and there's a lot of demand also by the Europe side so because of that because more profitable is selling in that uh, country so the uh, casing cost now actually is increasing to Malaysia so these are the the, the real challenging now on top of other material increase uh, the, 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 the main casing also is increasing now so that's a challenge to us to compete with Chinese tire in fact so that is a current situation in Malaysia so to, pro to stop I think at the moment government don't have they, 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 they don't want to take that kind of thing but they will maybe propose something like we propose something like Indonesia lah, to, uh, to accept they must have Malaysian standard MS-134 currently it's a voluntary standard actually Whereby it's equivalent to EMAC standard, to European standard basically. So we'll be going back to hear the rest of our interview with Azar very shortly. However, we're now going to discuss a topic we are regularly asked about, namely the status of the various tyre industry exhibitions around the globe. The market is very keen to get back to a situation where people can meet their, with their suppliers and customers in an, in an exhibition environment, but currently there seems like there's no end in sight to the chaos caused by the pandemic. How do you see it, David? Well, Richard, you're absolutely right, and the impact of the pandemic threatens to affect the exhibition scene well into next year and possibly beyond. We'll get into the dog's dinner that currently characterises the European exhibition scene in a moment, but first, an analysis of where we stand with those two shows which have been moved to the second part of this year and which are now beginning to fall by the wayside. To begin with, the Latin Tire Expo in Panama, previously scheduled for October, has now been rescheduled for June 30th to July the 1st, 2022, but will take place at the brand new Panama Exhibition Centre. Meanwhile, the SEMA show in Las Vegas in, in early November is still on, but with many countries still limiting international travel, there still has to be question marks about how successful that show can be this year. Indeed, some of the side events around SEMA are already being affected. 
TIA, for example, has postponed its Lobby Day Environmental Summit and International Issues Summit planned as part of the association's 100th anniversary celebration. Yes, uh, that that um, both those two stories are are um, quite dis- quite disappointing, especially with the Latin Tire Expo, because I know they have been keen to really um, you know start afresh with the new with the brand new exhibition center in Panama, Panama. Um, but moving fo- moving on to a different part of the world now in Asia. And with the Tire Expo series recently taken over by Tarsus, um, they will have been very eager to to get back get back on the horse with their Tire Expo with their Tire Expo Asia um, show. So, what can you tell us about that show that what that has been planned for November? Uh, well, as you know, we're scheduled to host a retraining conference during Tire Expo Asia, and we're continuing to plan for that. Uh, we know the organisers have been working hard with the Singapore authorities to make sure the event can take place safely, although we do appreciate the state of play in Singapore is not the only factor here. And we do find that, that the continued growth of cases in Malaysia is a, is a major concern, especially with a new lockdown having just been announced. All we can say at this stage is that we're keeping an eye on the situation and we'll let the market know what is happening as soon as we know ourselves. What we do know is that a second version of Tide Exploration is planned for Bangkok in April 2022. Okay, and the mention of 2022, you know, brings us neatly on to next year um, and the and the picture of the European um, tire exhibition um, tire, tire exhibition shows. So what can you tell us about the arrangements for Tire Cologne and Autopromatech next year? Well, at, at the moment, we have uh, the Tire Cologne taking place from 24th to 26th of May and also Prometech from the 25th to the 28th of May, which means the two shows clash with each other, which is regrettable as it will cause difficulties for many suppliers in the retread sector who find it uh, difficult to support both events uh, effectively. And meanwhile, Auto Mechanica have cancelled their physical show, most recently planned for September this year, and rescheduled it for 2022. Despite this, Auto Prometech have decided not to reschedule their event for 2023 in response, and they insist they will continue with their dates for next May. I, I don't want to get into an, an analysis of who's to blame for this mess. We're way beyond that now, but a mess it certainly is. And the current situation can only ultimately have a negative effect on both events as far as the retreading sector is concerned. Unfortunately, the interests of the retreading industry here uh, seem to be being overridden by other interests. Uh, All I can say is that retreading business will have a presence at both events, and we are currently working with both organisers to see how we can optimise that presence. Again, we'll keep the market informed as soon as we can. Okay, well, thank you for the update, David. And now let's get back to our discussion with Azar on the Malaysian retread market. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about uh, about what the association is doing in, in the market. What, what, what's okay. in the- what are the key programs that you're engaged in? At the okay, uh, basically, uh, basically, we intend to do a lot of uh, what we call uh, technical uh, sharing, basically, among the retraders. 
so we, we can call the uh, leader uh, in this retrader but uh, at the moment because of this restriction movement we can't do the seminar at the moment uh, but our main activity actually we involve directly with the uh, government side because they are develop, developing a uh, new standard now for the uh, retrading ms224 2019 version uh, we are uh, at the final stage so we have in, input and also actually awareness about the retract in ratio is still low because the on the customer side so because there there is a mix actually there's a, a what call authorized or proof retrader and there's a junk yard i think there's a but without any approval so the customer do not know so now we educate we involve with the government uh, and then also we do the campaign and also the awareness uh, to the transporter through association so that they're aware about the standard to be used uh, not only looking on the price but they must be legal first because should there be any problem to the tire actually will involve a lot of insurance that they so we are putting effort uh, sharing so though by doing that did uh, we notice that they are not aware about this so they thought that retract uh, the but they do not know how to check but now we through the government agency so they call us and then we participate together with them to share this information with them about the standard about the how to check the the standard through because there's a there's an online website actually created by our authority for them to check whether the company supply the tire is uh, legal or not legal I mean is that how to check the from the tire from to the certification level so that's what we uh, at the moment we evolve hand in hand with the uh, road transport uh, uh, road transport department of Malaysia uh, Malaysian rubber board uh, to input our 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 what to input our problem actually and our challenging at the moment and also uh, the through the government on the licensing side uh, licensing side how to curb this uh, illegal tire uh, in the market so that is the currently activity but, uh, but uh, i think by i think we were planned actually through online uh, we i think i really plan online education i mean to the order trader so that we uh, lift up our standard because uh, uh, now we can refer they can refer to company that already achieved uh, european standard r109 actually I think uh, Kilong already achieved that level. I think everybody can follow uh, to step up the standard uh, so that the, our opportunity, not only local, uh, we, we can, uh, in fact, export to other countries. Uh, so these are the things that are already being done, already uh, there in Malaysia for everybody to uh, to follow and to step up their, their level in retrading. Okay, so let's move on to uh, you know the, the what the suppliers are doing in the market. Uh, what, okay. do, what do you think the opportunities are for uh, Malaysian trend rubber manufacturers? Okay. In okay, the supplier actually they have more opportunities. Uh, I have talked to them and then some feedback actually in Europe basically because this kind of industry like uh, pre-cure retract liner actually is environmental issue in Europe, I think uh, I think there's a lot of restriction, although a lot of uh, compliance they need to, to, to comply, there's a lot of uh, control in. So the, the diversion, the or importing of uh, PTL actually more towards a South, a South Asian country. So now actually, 
they have more opportunity because labor also in Malaysia is uh, is cheaper. So there's opportunity for them to export. In fact, they have export few countries, some of the uh, what uh, suppliers. Uh, so, but at the moment, because of the pandemic, so has caused them uh, uh, slower, uh, slower demand from Europe. But they already started to export. Uh, in fact, I can refer directly to like K Rubber. So they already started to go overseas. Uh, other companies also same thing, but uh, due to the environment, the main factor is due to environmental cost very real uh, uh, cost the Europe, uh, the others uh, country uh, as as European they they divert their their their, their importation from other countries. So I can see that uh, the uh, the trend is is going towards that. In fact, not only that, uh, in fact, retrading also. Uh, there's opportunity uh, so that only the challenging of the local retrader they need to reach the uh, what I call uh, level international level of uh, retrading uh, process uh, for example a few company in Malaysia managed to export uh, or other companies send the, 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 the casing here and we retrade and we export back to their country so these are opportunity that still are uh, that, that that already there only have to back up on their technology at the moment Okay, so the last question I had was also with regard to suppliers. Uh, so what do you think that suppliers can do uh, themselves to help uh, bolster the market and provide support for yeah. retailers going forward? At the moment, uh, the uh, supplier also facing a very tough uh, challenge actually uh, because of the price uh, of the material, raw material increase. So what they did actually, some, most of the uh, supplier, they are giving uh, longer terms, uh, credit term to the company and some still sustain their price. And then even though some already increase their price, uh, they give a longer, uh, what they call longer term for, for because of basically everybody is facing a cash flow problem at the moment. So hoping that, that they can uh, uh, recover the, uh, their business very fast. Uh, but that is the only thing that uh, when I talk to, when I discuss with this uh, supplier, the only thing that they are the, they can afford to to give actually at the moment, uh, because they have to absorb the uh, uh, the cost and also their productivity also is getting low because of this a lot of restriction, and uh, these are the things that only uh, at the moment that they can offer to the retrader at the moment. Okay, well, thank you very much. That that brings us to the end of our interview today. Yeah. Uh, thank you once again for your time, and um, we look forward to welcoming, welcoming you on the Retreadcast again in the future. Thank you, Mr. David. You are welcome. Well, that's all for this edition of the Retreadcast. Many thanks to Azar for his contribution today. We hope you enjoyed the interview, and until next time, please stay safe.